Everybody that you meet, you can learn something from them. It's not necessarily what you achieve in life that matters most, but it's who you become in the process of those achievements that really matters. We all need people who believe in us. They expand the boundaries we place on our own lives. What makes me most proud is how I played the game. Being real, authentic, and spontaneous, and loving the game, to me, is what it was all about. When you retire, you may get a chance to go to football heaven. This is football heaven. Hey guys, welcome to The Mission. I'm Jameer Howerton here, and as you know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame has been in the national spotlight ever since the new year has got underway, and we've had our 15 newest members of the 2020 Centennial Class announced on the NFL Network during the Good Morning Football. We had two surprise announcements on CBS and Fox, but today, the Pro Football Hall of Fame has announced the matchup for this year's Black Hall of Fame Classic, and who better to have on set to help me break down what it means to go to a historical black college, attend a black college classic, than two of the newest members of the 2020 Centennial Class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, then Mr. Donnie Shell and Harold Carmichael, who we'll catch up with later in the show. But first things first, welcome, Mr. Donnie Shell. How you doing, sir? Good morning, Jimmy. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, when I think of Pro Football Hall of Famer, and Black College Hall of Famer, your legacy cemented here in Canton, Ohio. I know it's a lot's been going on, but has it finally sunk in, sir? I don't think so. I'm, I'm still enjoying the ride. My, my good buddy John Starr was texting me the other day. He said, uh, have you come down from your high yet? He said, mm, you, you may have, but I haven't. So my teammates are excited about it also. That's great. And we know from your time here with your best friend, Tony Dungy, when you came to Enshrinement and you presented him, has he gotten a chance to speak to you? And if you don't mind sharing those conversations of you and your good friend, Tony Dungy. Oh, yeah, we, we had a chance to speak and he was very elated. I mean, overjoyed uh, because he, he's, he's really advocated for me and uh, been doing so ever since I presented him. Um, probably before that, but our relationship go back 40 years and it, it started with football and, and transcended transcend after the football season and our, our, our careers were over. Mr. Shell, I look at this year's, uh, you know, 2020 class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There's uh, a legendary head coach, Bill Cower, yourself, and, um, you know, the modern-day finalists have not been uh, selected yet, but there's Troy Palomalu there. There's there's Alan Fanica. I mean, it could be a steel curtain, uh, a painted city, uh, black and yellow, black and yellow here in Canton, Ohio. Well, we're hoping. Uh, Paulo Malo's, man, that's, that's easy. First ballot. Uh, Fanica, he's been the finalist for, I think, the last four or five years or more. I'm hoping he, I'm hoping he gets in, man. We're, we're going to really celebrate uh, once that happens. Wow, and we can't wait to honor you here in Canton, Ohio. But let's talk Black College Hall of Fame Classic. The Pro Football Hall of Fame has announced the matchup for this year, Central State University, Howard University. How exciting is uh, that going to be for the for the for for this year's Classic? 
Oh, it's, it's always exciting, especially when historical black colleges come together. It's almost like homecoming. I was up there last year, and it was just like homecoming. We had the music going on the outside, the grilling, uh, the fellowship going. So uh, I'm excited about it. Talk about that. What was it like for you? Because you attended South Carolina State University, and, you know, when classic time came up, because that was special. I know you had your regular season, but talk about when you knew you were going to match up against Grambling, Southern, or whoever. What was that like for the, for the, for the young student athletes? Yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's exciting to know that you, uh, you're going to be on a national stage and you get the chance to show uh, uh, not only your athletic ability, but also you're, you're representing your school. So um, I think all the athletes and student athletes were excited about that opportunity. I know the game is one thing, but there's so much excitement surrounding just the game. Talk about all the festivities that go into a classic. Oh, without question. You, you, you have you have the, the people more people sometimes gather on the outside than they do on the inside. They bring their RVs, they bring their uh, they grills and they cook out, man, they have a great time of socializing and catching up too, uh, from, uh, with your former uh, team classmates and people you haven't seen in, in five or ten maybe ten years, you, you renew those relationships. I, I, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the human beatbox, the 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 heartbeat of the of the of the schools, but more importantly, the bands. The bands. I mean, how do you stay focused out there when you defensive back, you trying to sack the quarterback or blitz, but you hear that womp, 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 womp. <laughs> Yeah, when I was a captain, I was just telling him, hey, calm it down, calm it down. We won't get any penalties to cause us unnecessary penalties out here. But it's all within fun, and uh, they're very jubilant uh, during that time. And it, it's a great time of fun and fellowship, man, and, and renewing relationships. It's, uh, it's nothing else like it. And you attended last year here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame's campus in Canton, Ohio. What was that experience like? And if you do get a chance to attend this year, how excited would you be to return? I'm always excited. Uh, I was excited to attend last year. We had a great time. Uh, we interacted with the fans. We, we gave autographs and interacted with the fans on the outside before the game. And uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame did an outstanding job. And it's just going to grow it. It's going to be better this year and better with the year after that. So we're real proud of um, having an opportunity to play up there. Now, Mr. Shell, I, I, I was working with the Cleveland Browns years ago, and I had the opportunity to work in the player engagement, player development department, and you were with the Carolina Panthers then. But since your career, your, your post-career football, what are some of the great things that you have going on? Well, we, we, we started the Donnie Shell Scholarship Foundation where we're raising money for students at South Carolina State University whose parents can't afford to pay for their college tuition. I can identify because my parents couldn't afford to pay. We had nine brothers and sisters and they couldn't afford to pay. I was fortunate to not forget a baseball and a football scholarship to go to South Carolina State University. But these are academically uh, gifted students, but they just don't have the financial means to, to pay for their college tuition. When you look at a historical black college, what did it mean to attend that? And not only what did it mean to, but when you think of the man who you are today, how did that help and shape and mold you into the man you are attending a historical black college? I, I tell everybody, when you, when you go to South Carolina State University or in the HBCU, you get, you get more than an education. I got a great education with my uh, undergraduate and my graduate degree. But also you get to build relationships. You got to go and meet people and, and talk to people and get what you want and, and find out who's over that department. So you, you build, you have a chance to build relationships and you have some relationship skills also if, as, as you graduate. 
You know, lastly, before we let you go, like I mentioned, you presented Tony Dungy here in Canton, Ohio, when he was enshrined. Um, but how excited are you to go through the process? Uh, I'm really excited. I, I did it as a presenter, but not one that's going in. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of different uh, emotions inside of me. And I'm really excited about that. Mr. Shell, well, thank you for your time. And we can't wait to honor you here in Canton, Ohio. Looking forward to it. I'm excited and thrilled. Also, guys, we had the opportunity to catch up with legendary wide receiver Harold Carmichael. Let's take a listen to his interview. Well, as promised, I'm honored to be joined now on the line with Philadelphia Eagles legend and one of the newest members of the 2020 Centennial Class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Mr. Harold Carmichael. Sir, thank you for joining us here on the mission. Thank you very much for having me. That has a nice ring to it. Pro Football Hall of Famer. I mean, how does it feel now to know that the Black College Hall of Fame Classic, your legacy on the on the collegiate level is cemented here in Canton, Ohio, but now your professional career, you are a pro football Hall of Famer. Your legacy is cemented here in Canton, Ohio forever. Well, it's, it's a great feeling, you know, just thinking about flashing back to how I got to this point, um, leaving Rains High School in Jacksonville, Florida, going to Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and coming to Philadelphia with the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, it, it's, a, it's been a great journey thinking about people that that was walking with me and was around me when I was doing this on this journey. And, you know, it, it's been exciting that I, I would just love uh, to have all these people be a part of this journey, uh, well, to, to culminate this journey here with the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Playing down at Southern University, uh, playing a uh, practice center, and, uh, and playing against some of the top defensive backs, and one of the guys that's always been my favorite. We played together at Southern University is Mel Flott. He's another. He's a, he's, he is um, a Hall of Famer, and one of the guys that prepared me, got me ready for the for the uh, National Football League. Uh, guys like that, you know, I always remember. He took care of me, took me on his way when I first came to, uh, or went to Baton Rouge. You know, it, I really haven't told the whole story how I got to, got to Baton Rouge, but, you know, um, it, it's been, it was an exciting and you know, kind of crazy uh, ride to get there, to get to um, Baton Rouge, to get to Southern University. And uh, just thinking about getting here, uh, coming to Philadelphia, it was another um, uh, kind of crazy. You know, a lot of people thought I was a, uh, too skinny to play the game. They um, said that I was on the draft board as being a defensive, a defensive back that can also play wide receiver. So, you know, with that, you know, I, I overcame a lot of things to get to get to uh, be uh, selected to be inducted to the Black, I mean, to the um, Pro Football Hall of Fame. I've been saying the Black College Football Hall of Fame so much in the past uh, few uh, months. You know, I got, I got to kind of start working the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And either it's exciting uh, and it's been a very exciting time, time for me and my family. Now, how did you hold that and contain all that information within? Because Mr. Baker called you, our CEO president, and announced the information to you via telephone. But then you had to go to work the next day. For fans that may or may not know, you work with the Philadelphia Eagles organization. How did you contain that, the, the excitement and your emotions, knowing that you were going to be on Good Morning Football, but you knew before everybody else knew? Uh, 
uh, one of the toughest things I've ever had to do um, to keep it away. Well, he said I could say something to my wife, but he asked me not to say it to anything anybody else. And the first person came to mind, a few people came to mind, was my son. You know, to keep it away from him, not telling him, that was one of the toughest things uh, for me not to do it. It was even, it was tougher for my wife because they talk almost all day, uh, pretty much, back and forth. So it was very tough for her to not say anything to him. And then, you know, I I sat, sat next to uh, Dick Vermeule the night before the, the announcement for three hours and couldn't tell him, uh, either Ray Dittinger, uh, we were at a dinner together uh, with his Vermeule's wine uh, dinner. And I couldn't say anything to anybody. If people asked me, have they heard anything? And I would try to find some other way not to answer them. Uh, we were, people was asking for autographs. I was trying to um, sign autographs rather than answer those people. So <laughs> it was one of the toughest things to do in my life, you know, um, with the excitement, the anticipation. Um, it was very tough for me. Wow, wow. Well, you mentioned the Black College Hall of Fame. And for fans that may or may not know, the Pro Football Hall of Fame houses all the archives of the Black College Hall of Fame. And it's right here in Canton, Ohio. With that being said, the Hall just announced the Black College Hall of Fame Classic. And this year, Central State University will take on Howard University. How excited for you to come back, not only to be a shrine, but then you get a chance to be around as you guys are referred to as the Black Coats, your brothers. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, it's going to be exciting to see those two uh, teams play and to play into uh, at, at Canton uh, around the Hall of Fame. And as you mentioned, they have the, the area now for the Black College Football Hall of Fame where a lot of our memorabilia pictures and all kinds of stats is in that area. And we were there uh, last September to see it for the first time, the, uh, the ribbon cutting of it. That was very exciting. You know, the, the people that did that, uh, David Baker was there, and the two co-founders with uh, James Jack Harris and Doug Williams to be there to cut the ribbons, and, and then all of the other um, Black College uh, Football Hall of Famers being around there. You know, a lot of people um, saw some of that, and we did a little autograph session, and people did not realize how many of those guys went to black colleges and, and that are um, a pro football Hall of Fame was also, and league leaders, they all think we went to some of these big, big white schools and, and thought that, you know, uh, they, they never thought that we were, were at black colleges. You know, you, you you mentioned earlier about um, Pro Football Hall of Famer Mel Blunt being instrumental in preparing you, but if you could step aside and talk about Southern University and what it meant to you to attend Historical Black University, how did that shape and develop you into the man you are today? Well, you know, it was the people that uh, God put around me and, and uh, God putting me around certain people, you know, they put me at the, uh, the, the, the campus of Southern University where I think the greatest uh, college uh, in, in in college history. Um, love the place, beautiful campus. We had a lake in the middle of the campus, and then if you walk in the back, we're sitting on the, the Mississippi River, and it was, you know, a great campus and a great group of people, the people that I, uh, I can say grew up with in the four years I was at Southern really was a tight-knit group of people. As I said earlier, when I was in my uh, freshman year, 
it was times when you were hungry. Late at night, didn't have where to eat. You know, Mel Bunn was one of the people that lived off campus. So, you know, he knew that we were hungry and he said, hey, come over and have dinner, you know. And wow. he would do this for us and, and uh, make sure that we were okay. And, you know, this was all over campus. You know, people uh, that lived in the area, um, rather than have to sit on campus all the time, they would invite you to the family, the family cookouts and dinners and stuff. And that was so exciting to me. And we, I still talk to some of the people that were doing those types of uh, events that really helped us knowing that we were from out of town, out of Florida, um, that we needed someplace to go other than that campus. And that's exactly what a Black College Hall of Fame classic event really, it, you, you just described it. It's a huge family reunion. And for people right. that may not know what it's like, yes, the game of football is definitely going to be played on the gridiron, but there's just so many activities and such a rich tradition that goes on surrounding the game. And you really described that to a T, a family reunion. It's, it's awesome, you know. Then you listen to the the, uh, the human jukebox of Southern University's band. You know, one of the best bands in the land. I tell you what, um, one year beating um, playing Grambling, and we were beating them, and the band struck up with a song, with a tune, and it just gave me. It still gives me chills to uh, the replay that in my mind. And the biggest thing to beat Grambling and the end Grambling, and for the human jukebox to do to come up with that song. Uh, no matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. <laughs> that was awesome, man. That was really a great, great, great uh, time to do that. You know, you went, you mentioned your high school, William Raines Senior High School, and it just I'm looking here. I mean, like you got you. You know, not saying that you were surrounded by greatness, but there is something in the water because Brian Dawkins, Pro Football Hall of Famer, and 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 you mentioned Mel Blunt, Aeneas Williams attended Southern University. Talk about the coaching staff and the development because you know it's just not by accident that you look at your high school and your college that you know there are men that are being honored their 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 greatness and their excellence are being honored here in canton ohio so there was some really rich tradition and a lot of mentoring really behind the scenes that have really developed you men you know you know one of the things that we did uh, i know my first few years out of coming out of reigns uh, well kenny burrows they had he was drafted where he had gone to texas southern uh to play and every year we'll come back to Rains High School in the summer and the older guys would teach the younger guys and we push that down, you know, the professional football player come back and to, uh, teach the the, uh, the college guys and the college come back and teach the high school guys. You know, and we would have some days out there about 20, 25 guys on uh, different levels of uh, football and I remember the first year that I and I came back and, and met Brian Dawkins here with the Eagles. I asked him if he was still doing that. And he said, no, they didn't do that anymore down there. But, you know, there was something that we did to really, you know, to, to, to turn around and uh, uh, try to teach those guys that was in your following in your footsteps. And, you know, it really worked out having about 23 guys out of one high school. Um, and I know that it, it, it had some other high schools that had more than that, but, um, we had 23 guys that came out of uh, Range High School that played the game. We had about, we had about, uh, I guess, six or seven guys that has played in the Super Bowl. And, you know, that, with that, you know, you, uh, 
I can't call the guy's names now, but you know, if if, if it was great, it was a great honor to be uh, to say that we played. I played at Rings High School, and uh, now Rings High School has now has two Hall of Famers. Wow, Jackson, but I think right now we have three with Bob Hayes. So you know, uh, uh, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. They put out some great uh, athletes, and not only in the, the football, they had some basketball and baseball. Right, right. Well, that's amazing, sir. I'm um, just switching gears a bit here. So we have the 15 uh, newest members that have already been announced for this year's centennial class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and there are five uh, more to be announced. Um, how excited are you to see who's who's going to be um, some of those modern era um, new members, um, your brothers, if I will, um, in this year's 2020 class? Well, you know, it is, um, this is going to be the first for me, so we're all going in together as, as, as freshmen and rookies and also, um, you know, I look at one of the guys that I, I played against with Donnie Shell, we had some battles. He being in Pittsburgh and me uh, and the Eagles and stuff. We had battles, but when I was pulling for him to also be in this class um, by 2020 to go into the Hall of Fame, and I was so excited to see that and um, just be well, we, we saw each other before uh, the uh, the announcement, and we gave each other big hugs. Man, it was really great to have him to be a part of that fraternity. The, two, the 2020. Um, group of guys, you know, they're, they're a continual group. I mean, it, it, the Pro Bowl, Pro Football Hall of Fame is great, but this is a special, special group of guys with 2020 to Centennial. A lot of, you know, most of us won't see um, the next Centennial class, you know, so it's a hundred years from now, so you, you won't be, we won't see it, but, you know, it, it's just great to be a part of that. Wow. Well, congratulations once again, and we can't wait to honor you here in Canton, Ohio, sir. Thank you very much. 2020 is going to be a busy season here in Canton, Ohio for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and we hope to see you here. So please visit us at ProFootballHOF.com for all of your enshrinement powered by Johnson Control information, as well as the Black College Hall of Fame classic information. Well, that's going to do it for me here on The Mission. I'm Jameer Howerton. Thanks for tuning in.